Hey, everybody, you're listening to NC Shop Talk brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Mobile Solutions USA is an innovation-driven company creating tools and delivering training that enables custom automotive electronics, audio, and interior professionals to fabricate and install with a level of efficiency and precision, meaning what? Their products help you work faster, easier, and with more accuracy. Mobile Solutions products are made in their Tempe, Arizona facility, and serve the aftermarket automotive technician, aviation specialist, fabricator, and retail store community as well. Our guest today has been voted by Car Audio and Electronics as being in their top 10 installers of all time, has been a key presenter for SEMA, CAM, MEA, and Hot Rod and Restoration events. He's literally got some hot off the presses news, and we're going to let you in on it and break the news right here on our podcast. First things first, though, NC Shop Talk welcomes in CEO of Mobile Solutions USA, Brian Schmidt. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. Good, good. You're very welcome. So glad to have you here. So I'm going to learn today too, just like the listeners are, and hopefully everyone picks something up from this. And I know you will. Just the breaking news alone that you told me before I recorded um, is really cool. And it's, you know, it's definitely going to be something people are interested in. You ready to go? I am. I am. Let's, let's do this. I'm excited. Uh, thank you for having me again. All right. Perfect. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. Mobile Solutions, from what I can see, wears two primary hats, and they're really closely related. First off is that you directly manufacture products for interior and audio installers. And secondly, you put on classes and seminars that essentially train students on these very products. How has that direct correlation and marriage, if you will, lent to your company's success? You know, I think that we got to back up just a few years on kind of how we started. You know, I, I actually worked for a big company uh, where we did lots of fabrication trainings and I traveled a lot. And then I broke out on my own and, and kind of started doing this this training aspect uh, on the road. Uh, and I would go to guys' shops and I would do trainings and we would do fabrication courses. And that kind of led to us going, hey, you know, we could come up with some innovative products, some cool things that we could offer guys. And a lot of people were asking, hey, that cool tool you have, you know, can we just get it from you? And that was kind of the start of our parts catalog. So the training and the parts have always gone hand in hand. And it's really kind of drove me to develop and design tools that are solution driven, hence our name. And the idea is to do things faster, more efficiently. Yeah, for sure. That's easy enough for someone like me to to see. Is there more on the correlation between, this is fascinating to me, is you have the products and then you almost have this whole teaching philosophy that backs it up. So it's like, hey, we're going to give you the product. We're also going to teach you about it. You know, that's really, that's really special. It is. You know, what's special is we have a whole blend of guys from all different industries, trimmers, fabricators, builders, car audio guys. And we're blending these two 
three, four worlds together, if you will. And that's what's cool is the car audio guys want to learn how to sew and the, and the guys that sew want to learn how to do fab and router work. So we're showing this new technology and it's like a cooking class. I make it really simple and we just walk you through every step from a pencil sketch to every single way. It's a process. And I love the process driven kind of methodology of you know, step one through 10, and this is how you get there. And if you follow that and you follow the rules, you'll have success every time. And, and we've got thousands of guys all over the world, tens of thousands of guys all over the world that, that kind of use our tools and our processes. So it's exciting and, and rewarding, you know, for me uh, as a teacher. Yeah, for sure. And everyone wants to do things better, faster, and easier. And if you can take a small piece of something out of a big class, but that small piece helps you, great. If you can take you know, 98% of it, it helps you great. Everyone's different, but you're going to pick up something for sure. Um, you know, if you're, if you're an open-minded person. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. What products and or innovations really put mobile solutions on the map as a go-to vendor for the interior and auto installation companies? So without a doubt, it's got to be our smart templates, the big sweeping arcs that you talk about and, you know, some of the adjustable templates where you can you can make freeform geometry. Those have really kind of set the bar for our, uh, you know, our industry. And you could see the influence on so many cars. Other devices are the, the safety router, like it's a shield that you can actually hold on to it and your parts are stuck to it and you can machine them very safely. And we have a bunch of different fixtures along with custom router bits and things like that. So uh, the, the templates have got to be number one with the router accessories is number two. So yeah, those are okay. great, great tools. Now, I mentioned in the intro that you guys are located in um, Tempe, Arizona. Your products are made there, assembled there, all that good stuff. Uh, as far as sourcing goes, with everything happening in this world right now, there's a ton of sourcing challenges for materials. Any challenges you guys have had, any um tips for sourcing materials you can let anybody in on some maybe where you get some things from or or how it works for you guys sourcing is always a it's been a challenge for sure this last two years um you know we buy thousands and thousands of sheets of plastic and different types of plastic so i try to at least have three to four different vendors so we have contingency plans especially on those raw materials and and I know you guys do the same. You got to have a yeah. contingency plan if you're if you're buying from A, you need to have B and C in in kind of the queue. It might be more money, but at least you have an option. And so, I mean, we just got to do what we got to do and make the best decisions for our company and and have have different alternatives. So that's that's been my strategy. Yeah, I mean, there there's things that people don't realize. I was just talking to a couple guys earlier today, uh, customers and. You had pallet loads that let's just say you imported from, I don't know, Italy, and a pallet load of cutters came in. And that pallet load prior to, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 months ago cost you $600. Now it's costing $1,150. Mm-hmm. $1,500 shipments now costing $4,000. There's no rhyme or reason to it. There's a lot of inflation on product, but it's not just that. This whole shipping situation that's happening you and i are you know living it firsthand and you know it's 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 price gouging at its finest that's exactly what it is and uh things are taking longer to get they're costing more on top of the shipping cost the shipping cost is what's throwing everything for a loop and um 
it's a, it's a problem. So I, I know you guys are more raw material driven and, you know, we are, you know, importing sewing machine bodies. We're importing different cutters that we don't make on our own. Some of them that we do, we don't have to worry about, you know, our cutters and shears for the carpet uh, industry, but there, it's, it's crazy out there. It really, really is. And I don't know what's going to put it to a stop, but we're, we're all facing these. And I know what you're up against uh, is equally challenging. For sure. You know what? And I just hope it normalizes by next year, mid next year. I hope things normalize. Uh, you know, that's all we can kind of hope for for the future, but um, it's got to get better. Hopefully it doesn't get worse. But. As long I could tell you this, it's not gonna until the economy slows down. Because as long as guys like you and I are still spending money and bringing things to market, why should they stop? Yeah. We're going to keep buying it. Are you going to stop buying no, no, I'm not. we're, we're going to adapt. We're going to adapt exactly. and overcome just yeah. like the military. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just try to be honest. It's went a little sideways in this conversation, but it's, it lets people in a little bit on what we have to deal with. You know, um, they just point and click and, you know, purchase a product. Whereas we have to figure out how to make it so everyone can afford it. You know, that's right. Um, it's not easy. I have a little story that I think you're really going to like. It captures what I see mobile solutions being all about. In addition to your quality products, there are some end users who obviously love it and they vouch for it. And then on top of loving it, using it and vouching for it, they provide training and knowledge behind it. About a month or so ago, I attended the Bitch and Stitch in class put on by two industry elite interior builders, Justin at JS Customs in Utah, who's on Ken Diggett Design, and Phil at um, Cato's Custom Upholstery in Georgia. They had multiple mobile solutions, router setups set up in the classroom and had various powwows around each unit, you know, through the course of the whole class, the three days. The overall message was simple, and it was uh, the same message repeated daily. You're going to call mobile solutions, and you're going to order yourself one of these routers when you get home, and here's why. It's going to speed up your processes and increase your capabilities. Now, that's a classroom of 28 upholstery shops, most of which have never used a router before. And, and then here's the key. It's not just telling them, but Phil and Justin, you know, not only advised them to buy, but more important, took the fear out of the whole process. what they do? They demonstrated. Then over the course of the three days, they let the students practice and taught as they were practicing, corrected while they were practicing. So by the end of the three days, students were running back and forth between you know one you know one job to another or one you know one um, segment of whatever they're working on to the router back to the router back. In a nutshell, they learn how to use the product. They know the benefits. It, it's a complete home run as far as learning and you know getting that knowledge from guys who have used it and proved that they that they do top end installs and top end uh, interiors. Yeah, both those guys are super talented, and I, I love what they're doing. They're giving back to the industry, sharing some of their tricks and and uh, technique. That's awesome. Exactly. With more and more shops seeking and acquiring, you know, CNC technology, full automation. What do you see happening automation wise for mobile solutions as future? Well, that kind of leads us into, you know, our, our kind of our next training endeavor, and that's the Master Tech Expo. Uh, you know, we we're going to actually teach uh, a full two-day class on just automation, and that's reverse engineering, that's digitizing uh, for CNC, laser, and uh, 3D printing. In our building alone, you know, we've got about a half a million dollars in tooling here, a massive investment, and I've just really never taught that part of it. We've kind of held it near and dear. And I feel like this year, you know, 
it's going, it's time that we kind of share some of our trade secrets and all, all of our community as well. So we're going to have some top people in the industry help teach this class and drive this technology. It's a major part in it. And if you're just kind of dabbling in it or you're, you're heavily vested, uh, you know, I, I think we'll have something for everybody. But uh, if you guys are just looking at it and kind of looking to get into this, it's really cool. There's a lot of there's a lot uh, that can be learned and how you can increase your you know portfolio, if you will, on what yeah. you can do doing logos and just simple stuff to full blown automation on designing in in 3D. So it's very cool. It's the future. Right. Now we're gonna get we're definitely gonna get to that Master Tech Expo, you know, as the podcast goes on. So if you're listening, stay tuned. It's coming. You're gonna find everything out that you need to know about this show which really isn't a show. And we're going to get to that too. As much of it is a trade show, it's more of a, it's literally a, uh, a classroom session all day long. So anyway, before we do all that, and let's, let's, let's take a step back and have some fun with this. Let the audience in on you know, a little bit more of the personal side and what makes you tick. You're now officially on the NC Shop Talk rapid fire hot seat. And it's really not going to be hot, but uh, <laughs> just give me quick, as quick answers as you can. And, uh, you know, just have some fun with it and, and let loose. You're ready to go? Let's do it. All right. You're a tech guy, right? So would you rather do techie things or outdoor things? Outdoor all day long. Okay. For fun. If we're doing outdoor things, uh, are we doing camping, whitewater rafting, mountain biking, or all three? We're camping in my big RV because I love that. And cooking, and then we're riding mountain bikes. All right, so all so all three. So my research did did some good. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> you you got to pick one. You're camping, whitewater rafting, or mountain biking. What's okay, we'll say, we'll say mountain biking. I'm okay. a mountain biker for sure. All right. As far as gaming goes, gamer. I mean, there's a bunch of gamers out there. I'm a former gamer, but Xbox, PlayStation, or a PC gamer. You know what? I'm just gonna do some CAD work. I'm not any of those, so I'm kind of boring. I can't believe that. That sucks. Yeah, you're such a tech guy. I would have figured you'd be on the cutting edge of gaming and have all kinds of systems set up in the house. I'd rather watch a a YouTube video on uh, Fusion or SolidWorks. (laughs) Oh, that sounds real exciting, by the way. (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) Okay, would you rather ride a custom bike or drive a custom car? Oh, car all day long. Okay, so what's the dream car then? You know, or the dream build, however you want to put it. The dream it. build, you know, I, I like 32 Ford, something like that. Or, you know, the I'm a, I'm a huge Camaro fan, so I like all like the 69 era. And my dad is huge Mopar, so at least I should say something about the Kudas. But <laughs> I, he's, he's Mopar to the death. So, uh, so I, I, I like the classic stuff uh, for sure. But Okay, um, so we know what cars you like. Who's building it? Oh God, that's so made it made it a little bit hot. The seat, so you're you're on the hot seat a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd I'd probably pick um, like like a Tracy Weaver for maybe my some of my trim and uh, uh, Jeremy Carlson, Tom Miller, uh, Matt Schaefer. These type of guys, they're you know they're in my they're just my friends, and we've built lots of stuff here. So a lot of the stuff you guys see uh, on our Instagram and Facebook, all of our social. We've done that together. So the guys I'm mentioning are people I've worked with in the past, and and we work well together. And uh, we have, you know, we just have a good time. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Celebrity crush as a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more of a, a, 
you know, admiring, it's got to be Chip Foose. I mean, I remember seeing him, uh, you know, in his early days and even with his dad. But I think Chip, uh, from an automotive design standpoint, I like his style 100%. He's a good looking dude. But I mean, we consider Chip Foose hot. I was going more for like, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, someone you're attracted. If you're attracted to him, that's fine too. God bless you. But are, are we sticking with Chip Foose for the attraction as well? Or are we going with somebody else? Uh, you know, I. I can't really say on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, give us a few vendors that you just can't live without. A few vendors. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, that's, that's tough. You know, I, I, I like my welders from, from Miller. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we have, we just have a whole collection of, of guys that support us um, from the audio side uh, across the board, well, that's tough. That's a really tough question. I, I don't know how to answer that because I think you need all of it. I mean, <laughs> you you need uh, you need all your vendors uh, from Evercoat to you know Keystone Brothers to whoever. I mean, as far as your resources, you need all that stuff. But uh, you know, as far as picking one brand, that'd be really difficult. Yeah, the welding the welding companies. Do you have one that you use, or you spread it out across different companies? I mean, they're all good. I like Miller. We have all Miller stuff. Miller stuff. I don't, I don't have a relationship with them. I just had good luck with them over the years. I got a Miller TIG, MIG, Plasma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, they like all their stuff. So Yeah, I've seen the Miller Welder Master guys out there at shows, whether it was Spiza or um, IFAI, and they put on one heck of a display. I mean, their, their trade show booth is something to see. It's really, really well done over the years. Uh, it's been For a couple sure. of years since I've been at those shows, but when I went... They were always front and center. Their guys are knowledgeable. They do a, They seemingly do a heck of a job, and I've never heard a negative word about them. So I think you're, uh, think you're nailing that one, that's for sure. Okay, so going back to what we alluded to earlier, and this was part of the, the rapid fire, so it kind of threw me a little bit. You beat me to the punch, but you're putting on a trade show, right? We are. Give us the exact name of the trade show. So it's called mastertechexpo.com. Okay, there's the website. Makes it even easier. When is the show? It is next year, March 6th through the 9th. That's a Sunday to a Wednesday. Okay. Where is it located? Right here in Mesa, Arizona. So Mesa and Tempe next door to each other. It's 20 minutes from the airport. No one's going to memorize this. And there's some people with the crib sheet, which you know, crib notes, which is fine. But how do people sign up to attend the show? Just go to the website. Check okay. it out. Yeah. Hit register and go for it. Okay. Who are going to be some of the featured teachers at the show? I should really say class. This is not a trade show, kids. This is a sh- this is literally a training session and a teaching session. It is. It is. So there's four different tracks, if you will, and each one is kind of a, a kind of a different discipline: uh, modern tech, school fab, master design, and then the, a business class. And it kind of goes up in complexity. So it's kind of like your entry level novice tech. Tons of really good knowledge, uh, a lot of the good nuggets. Acoustics, we're going to talk about some of that stuff on modern vehicles. Uh, School of Fab is more is hardcore fabrication. Uh, you know, Tracy Weaver from Recovery Room, he's going to be teaching uh, a class in that section. Tom Miller, uh, Gary Bell, Jeremy Carlson, Matt Schaefer, Andy Waymeyer, Mark Fakuda, uh, Scott Whitehead. Uh, some of you guys might know Wayne Harris. He's old old time uh, car audio guy, Chris Pay, Larry Penn. These are just a few guys that are going to be there. Uh, we have about fifteen presenters. Wow! All day learning, not just 
you know, learning crammed into a half hour each day. It's, yeah. you're going to go find new products. You're going to find some deals, I'm sure, but you're, you're going to learn. So if you go to this class, you go to this class or this trade show or, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be worth that investment into your future, at least from what I can tell. And the reason I'm so high on it, and, and it's not because I believe in Brian's product or, you know, uh, whoever's going to be there. It's just what it can bring to the table because I've never used it. So I don't have that first-hand experience. I've seen it, but I've never used it. But I could tell you this. I want to tell everybody how you pitched me on going to exhibit at the show because NC will be exhibiting. We'll have our sewing machines there, you know, my ugly face behind them. But um, for the record, your pitch was spot on. I mean, you completely nailed it. So Brian calls me cold. We'd never spoken on the phone before. And this is earlier this year. Take notes, kids, because this sales pitch hooked me. I mean, he, call, he calls, he discussed a trade show and put on this, you know, Master Tech Expo. And right away in my brain, I'm thinking this makes absolutely no sense for me. Why in God's name would I even consider this? But I'm listening, you know, and we know mutual people. You know, I've heard his name mentioned many times, I'm sure, the same for him. So I tell him that this isn't for me, Brian. And he agrees. He says, yeah, I agree. On the surface, it might not appear that way. But let me tell you why it does. And he goes on to explain the growing parallel and the crossover, which you kind of alluded to earlier, between audio and auto and upholstery guys, how they're kind of, they just have this parallel that they're doing things and crossing over into each other's world more and more. Can you read in the audience, obviously, because I'm stumbling through it, read in the audience on the growing parallel with these with these sectors. Okay, so let's just think of like a good guy show. And we go to these car shows and I'll see two, 3,000 cars. And I always notice awesome wheels, the paint, engine, awesome. And then we look in the interiors. And I think everybody's going to agree that the interiors are the number one thing that's lacking on all restorations is that's where everybody trips at the finish line. So here we are, these audio guys that can fabricate really well. And then you got these trim guys that some do it really well. Some, some do it. Okay. Some have their own style that might be old school. And what I like to do is take this new innovation of making things fit together with soft surfaces, padded surfaces, pressure fit, grills, materials, more complex materials, and blending that with learning how to sew and stitch, it's magic. And that's why our classes have been absolutely packed for the last 10 years is because it's about 50-50 of, of those. So I know this recipe works. And so when we take that recipe and put it together and we build interiors that way, guys win the show. Guys win the Riddler shows. Guys win the top prize, Jeremy Carlson uh, from Avant-Garde, they're building some of the best cars for Roadster Shop out there, period. Uh, so, I mean, you look at the technology, look at how the crossover works. It's absolutely stunning. Audio guys want to do upholstery and upholstery guys want to do audio. That's what 100%. I, yeah, that's we're what the, you hit me with, that exact line. Yeah, we're the interior designers. We're the builders of the interior of the car. And that's the most lacking in all of our industries. So all the we way gotta around. Be, yep. all the way, and there's the most creativity. If you think about painting or body work, you're just restoring it to exactly what it was. When it comes to the interior, the sky's the limit. You can design any material, any shape, anything you want. It's an open canvas. You need to stay true to the design. And I'm all about a timeless design that stays to the heritage. 
but it's still, there's so much creativity and that's where it can get off track. And that's where you need training. We just don't have that training and that education. And we truly do have a process with our community on how we do that. And it's, it works. And I'm telling you, once you see it, light bulbs go on and you're like, why did I do it this way for 20 years? The one thing you taught me is going to save me a half a day in time. And it's a better product. To me, that's amazing. You made some router bits that were made for gapping perfectly. I didn't get this. What, one of, one of uh, my customers told me to ask. So that was like a huge innovation for what he told me. Is there any other router bits or something along that line that's going to be a new innovative product you guys are working on now or in the future you can let us know about? <laughs> well, this is what are you this is part me? of the, this is a gap gauge. Okay. And it actually has one bit, but then if you you can actually gap it with each one of those individuals. That does leather, suede, whatever. And it's it's actually mic'd off for the actual size. I'm gonna send you one of these kids. Have you brought this to market yet, or am I the, am I the first one to see it? It is to market right now. Okay. But I have a new product that goes along with this. This this Hold up Actually, that sucker one more time. I want to take a picture. Yeah, make it once so, we release the uh, once we release this thing, I'm just going to send it so we can see the, how ugly we are recording in the middle <laughs> of the night on a Tuesday. All right, so carry on. We now we know what the product is. Tell us what the add-on is. So the add-on is an accessory to this that adds. Well, I can't give it all away. Okay, but give it, us as it much as go, you can. It will go in <laughs> conjunction with this, and you trimmers will absolutely love it. It's very simple. It's a product that needs to come to market because I see lots of people doing it, but it's difficult to do. So it's going to be a series of specialized bits and tools that go together. And it's in conjunction with a handheld router. It's very cool. Very okay. simple. Is it geared more towards precision or geared more towards increasing speed or both? Speed and cosmetics. So, and I guess there is a, a, a level of precision, but it's more on a cosmetic level okay. to add more design element to the to the projects. So okay. I think it's cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. Oh, thank you for breaking that news. And um, that wasn't the breaking news I was talking about earlier that I alluded to. Brian, right before we recorded, he told me that he has some pretty big news that he wants to break on the podcast. So you're all the first to hear it after me, of course, and uh, his closest associates. But um, why don't you let them in for the special treat that's going to be at the Master Tech Expo uh, show and training seminar next year? Okay, so let me tell you a little story now. I like the idea of some star power. We want to have people see different things, especially on the design side. I feel like the design part is the most difficult. So if I said, hey, draw me this or sketch out a line. I want a cool element. I want this door panel to flow. That's difficult. You're going to draw it different than I will and so on. We're all going to draw it a little bit differently, the grill shape, the materials. So I feel like the design part of this show is super valuable. So in that mindset, I wanted to bring somebody that is an expert at the highest level in automotive, who's recognized worldwide on a global level. And we all can respect this design aspect. And I did want somebody to just come and shake hands and sign autographs. I wanted somebody to actually do sketching live. Imagine like a concert and this person is up on stage, all the lights are blacked out, a spotlight's there, huge screens behind and talking about the process. This could, not to interrupt you, but this could be considered foreplay for a couple of different <laughs> industries, maybe? 
Am I out of line? <laughs> I think so, maybe. <laughs> but, All right, go uh, ahead. Carry on. Yeah, Carry am, on. I, am I painting this nice picture here? <laughs> okay, this is the sizzle before the steak. Okay. okay. You've got to smell it and, and hear it. Uh, and then you're going to taste it. So you're seeing this drawing. You're seeing this process. And I keep talking about process because that's what people hold back. That's what they don't want to share. We want to share that. I want to show that design process. Along with that, how cool would it be to have a world-class vehicle right there with a live camera crew going, okay, here's here's the fender. Here's the, here's the intake. Here's the lines. Here's the chrome that meets up in the inside. Let's talk about the interior and why. Why? Let's talk about this timeless design. When we say timeless, that means it's going to be cool in 10 years and it was cool 10 years ago. It's not trendy. It matches the theme of the car. Mm -hmm. All those things put together. Let me just tell you who we're bringing in. And this is the first time we've actually broke this. And because this, this is going to come out in a few weeks, it makes it okay. But my good friend, his name is Mr. Dave Kendigit, and he's the lead star of the TV show Bitch and Rides on uh, Motor Trend and all that. Dave and I go back 20 years. Uh, he actually did some design work for me when I worked at Rockford Fosgate when we built all the demo cars there. But uh, Dave is a wickedly awesome designer, and uh, I just love his eye for design. So we are going to have Dave be at the show. He's going to be there for one special day for everybody to see this process. Just what I talked about. He's going to be doing live sketches. He's going to be showing his process. He's never done it before. And I'll tell you, I talked to him. He's like, Brian, this is the coolest thing. I have not been this excited in a very long time. Wow. I've never done this. I've never shown anyone. We've shown little bits and pieces on our show, but I've never done it for a live crowd. And I've never done it with colleagues, our colleagues, equally talented guys in the industry are going to be there. And I think that's cool. So him sharing his kind of thought process and yeah. his way of doing it, it's going to be badass. Yeah. Thought process, design Literally. process are going to, you know, are going to butt heads there. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what he, what he yeah. divulges. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll be raffling that piece of uh, artwork that he's going to be doing at the end off. It's going to be unbelievable. That's some pretty spectacular news. I like to hear that. That's great. Thank you. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new, and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.